0: The last time these two met, one was left for dead.
1: It's Faith. She's awake.
0: Buffy's greatest rival comes back for revenge.
2: What'd you think? I'd wake up and we'd go for tea? And
0: only Buffy...
3: Welcome to Happy Burger! Also known as If the Apocalypse Comes Beat Me, this is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago, and this week's episode is Season 4, Episode 15, This Year's Girl. We'll talk about plot, and we will talk about characters, specifically my favorite homicidal lunatic, lunatic, lunatic. <laughs> so spoilers for this episode, every episode before it, after it, the comics possibly even other shows or movies. Grab your bucket hats and practice your face punching. It's time for a Cleavage cleavagey slut bomb hunt. Uh, welcome, welcome back to my co-host, co-host number one, Stacia, say hello. Hello. Co-host number orange, Daniel, say hello.
0: It's just a scarf part of me, really.
3: <laughs> uh, my name is Kelly and we're here to talk about... Buffy the Vampire Slayer, specifically. Season 4 is episode 15. This year's girl. Season 4 is episode 15? Yeah, that sounds right. This year's girl, which originally aired on February 22nd, the year 2000, written by Doug Petrie. Uh, This is the fifth of 17 total for the series. Last one was The Initiative, and the next one will be The Yoko Factor, directed by Michael Gershman. And this is the 4th of 10 for the series. The last one was A New Man, so just a couple ago. And the next one will be Blood Ties, which is a season 5 episode where we find out that Dawn, well, Dawn finds out that she's the key. It's actually a Buffy birthday episode, which I didn't know.
1: Of course, you could smash in all my toes with a hammer and it would still be the bestest Buffy birthday bash in a big long while.
3: Right. Anyway, Michael Gershman, we've talked about multiple times, is the principal cinematographer on the show. He does. He's been there from, from the beginning and he goes through the whole series. So it was a different person that did the cinematography. Ray something that I should have written down, but... Isn't that fun? What happened in this episode? <laughs> Faith's back. She's back. We, we start in a dream. Well, we start with a previously on that shows a bunch of scenes of Faith, so we're all really surprised when the first scene is a dream sequence of Faith. Right. Uh, she wakes up. She's in a coma. Coma be damned. She's back. First thing she does is beat up a girl, take her clothes, because what else are you going to do? Uh, she spies on Buffy just long enough to refuel that vengeance engine, and... Starts picking on the Scoops. Uh, she goes to UC Sunnydale because that's where Buffy hangs out a lot now. And fight ensues. Faith kind of goes to lick her wounds. A random demon guy has a very important gift from the mayor. um I don't know how she got that information though, because she immediately murders the messenger. Watches the, the the tape, which I hope came with instructions. But but again, the the she murdered the guy, so somehow figures out that a little device the mayor gave her is a body swapping thing. But Do we really know that? Because Faith goes to to kick Buffy's ass again by going to her house where Joyce is. And Buffy was like, oh, I have a family member. I forgot about her. I should go check on her to see if uh, the homicidal maniac is is, is there. And she is. And they fight. And Faith touches Buffy's, grasps hands with Buffy and a little device in her hand. And then who we think is Buffy knocks Faith out. Wow. But then, shock, Buffy, when asked, are you okay? Utters Faith's catchphrase, five by five. What does it mean? We won't know until next week. But some fun facts? We wanna talk about some fun facts? There's not a whole lot. Uh, Doug Petrie did a DVD commentary for this episode, so I'll talk about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every time I hear him talk I lose respect for him, but uh <laughs> Well
0: he's on my shit list this year, so
3: Yeah, because of the whole debacle with the, the three writer. Doomed.
0: doomed and then this had to happen, so yeah. this is tough.
3: But he did he does make a lot of uh, Points that I agree with wholeheartedly about Faith. So, uh, this year's Girl is actually an Elvis Costello song, but okay. there wasn't, this, this episode was almost titled Rise and Shine.
0: Is Faith a fucking Elvis Costello head? Like, I mean, what, we, what are we, I put
3: the song on earlier just because I was curious and I was like, oh, the album's called This Year's News or something. Yeah. And this is on it, and it's like, just talking about a girl. Uh,
0: it would have been from the fucking 70s. Well, yeah, obviously Wait, it was something that
3: Petrie probably had heard and was like,
0: this means something. He he danced to that at his wedding. This is yeah. how we like got inspiration for this. Maybe, oh maybe.
3: Oh Gosh, Bug. Uh, the orgasmator is actually the weapon from the movie Orgasmo, which right. I did see more than once. I rented it from the library when I was thirteen or fourteen.
0: Wow. Orgasmo.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a Matt Parker and Trey Stone, oh, or is it yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker? That's the how it. Whatever, those guys, the South Park guys. It was yeah. one of their first movies.
0: Right. You tried to, I think make me like watch it because it Did was we? a thing oh, i think so like way back way at 2012 what about it's
3: a about a mormon who ends up in the porn industry and yeah. the porn they're shooting in the movie is called orgasmo and he's a superhero porn person so cool. there you go uh but kaz kazooie the production company that does buffy also produced that movie and i was like no shit that's funny uh, Gustafson Blades in the window of the sporting goods store, which is supposed to be the same sporting goods store as before that mm-hmm. we broke into, but I don't think it's the on same Deborah location. On Maple Court slash Main Street. Right, right, but I feel like, which they constantly move the stores around. Um, I feel like it, this is not its original location. I no, that it.
0: was not where we were before. Yeah,
3: definitely not. But Gustafson's Blades, which is the display in the it's window. Real. is No, it's a okay. nod to a guy that used to work on the show named D.C. Gustafson. He was a lead man, which apparently means... He worked in the like set dressing department oh, so it okay. means like you're kind of the head of the group that does the set design and prop stuff which is oh, cool
0: so i love knives
3: um no but they put it in there as a nod to him because everybody really liked him he unfortunately died during Damn. season five he had uh, cancer and complications from aids uh so everybody was really sad the episode into the woods is actually dedicated to him so Damn. i'm sure i'll bring that up again then but that was a little nod to him what a bummer. a bummer uh and the fire in giles's apartment is real uh, the what? Yes. There's a fire in the fireplace in Giles' apartment. Oh, really? And it's a real fire. I mean, it looks real. It doesn't look fake, but I didn't even notice it really. And But Petrie pointed it out during uh, the commentary. He was like, that was such a pain in the ass because we have to like call fire marshals and do all this shit. And it really, in the end, I'm glad we did it because I think it makes the whole thing more like cozy and comfy, especially when Faith is spying on this ideal life kind uh. of thing. Uh, but he it, it was like, what a... What a huge waste of time <laughs> and money. <laughs> they are
0: actors. They could have just acted like the fire was on.
3: No, no. no he forgot. Right.
0: He forgot that they were actors. Yeah. Right. That this was all make-believe.
3: And this uh, episode took had six drafts, um, which kind of makes sense. It seems like Joss Whedon oh. rewrote and cut a lot of stuff.
0: Oh, I'm sure yeah, it was Joss like, like you haven't said the catchphrase enough times. You haven't really hammered it home. <laughs> Remember the stuff that happened? Everyone's like, now we try to block out season three. And he's like, no, 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 you can't, you can't repeat, forget. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Rewatch the yeah. whole season, please. And I need all those beats hit. Mm-hmm, and that's what they did.
3: I think one of the biggest things that uh, changed, he mentions that the fight scene went at UC Sunnydale in the Quad Laquod- area oh. or whatever. Initially, it was going to be a, a Guido shot first situation where Buffy was going to punch Faith like as she was talking and then say some quitty, quippy line like, you know what Freud said about whatever, punch well, of course, I'm paraphrasing. Ha, ha, ha. Joke. The punch was the, it was the paraphrasing. Anyway, but uh, Joss said it makes Buffy less sympathetic. Like, that girl was just in a coma. Maybe we'd be a little... Especially after Buffy just had the big speech about sure. maybe she changed. We should maybe try to help her. And then yeah. like, oh like, yeah. I don't care what you have to say. Punch! Yeah. <laughs> just kind of... All right. Yeah,
0: it was cool to see Buffy get mad and, like, get on the edge. Yeah. But never crossing the line. Yeah. Which was also her trait at the end of season three. And so I'm glad they stuck her with that. She's got to be like, awful good, man. She's got... The principles. She knows what she has to do.
3: So I feel like I'm going to ask you first, but then you're going to say, you always ask me first, Daniel, (laughs) what did you think about this episode? Did you enjoy this episode of television?
0: I did not.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not Yes. (laughs) No,
0: I, the, the only, there's only one good thing, slightly, maybe two if you're being generous. And one thing I know you hated, but I think the only time I liked Faith was the flashbacks. I liked her just being, yeah, just the dream sequences alone. Uh, they lead up to nothing. They are for no reason, <laughs> but they're there. And it's nice to see her as like a normal person uh, who I assume, you know, she'll mellow out and become later on um, is the type of demeanor that we'll see later. Plus, I got to use the the knife prop
3: mm-hmm.
0: that, they, that they haven't gotten to use in a long time. And Kool-Aid. Oh, when they dropped the blood or whatever. Yeah, yeah that was really, uh, yeah, that was the first shot I took because it was like
3: the water. most pale, viscous. Watery blood of all time. What?
0: Oh my gosh. What's going on in her yeah, yep. Like, what's that? That's like.
3: That's not blood.
0: No. Let's juice.
3: Stacia, did you like this episode of television? What no. was your favorite part about it? I know there's a lot to pick from. My favorite
0: part. Well, that's unfortunate. You have to pick your favorite part.
3: Um.
0: Oh, yeah. I just did my good. Yeah, that's right. Ha. Got the knife one. <laughs> nice. So good.
3: Oh, the, the doves on on Faith's shirt while she's being stabbed in the dream is supposed to represent peace. Shut up. I'm sorry, favorite part?
2: Terror pretending to punch the (laughs) air.
3: Swimming? Swimming. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think that was my favorite part. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Great stuff. Great stuff.
0: Uh, What was your favorite part?
3: Oh, the, the, the mayor's tape. 100%. But... It's hard to pick because I love this episode. Really? It's going to be super high. <laughs> so strap it for that. What I will say is that, as we've said multiple times, as I've said, as I've been admonished, I love Faith. But I think I'll let Doug Petrie speak for me uh, about Faith. Ew. Brace yourself. I've been told that I'm too sympathetic to Faith. And I've been reminded that many times. Or And I've been reminded that she's psychotic. But come on, all she wants is a family and a home. She's misunderstood and psychotic. And that's it. 100% how I feel about Faith, as if we didn't know that already.
1: Don't worry, we're sure to spot Faith first. She's like this cleavage-y slut bomb walking around going, Oh, check me out, I'm wicked cool, I'm five by five. Five by five? Five what by five what? See, that's the thing, no
3: one knows. But I... I, I mean, that. that's there's not a whole lot to really dig into this episode because it's very clearly the, a long setup for the next one, right? Like, we yeah, it, basically just need is. to set the scene. Hey, remember Faith? Here she is. She's still bad, just so you know. Oh, cool. Freaky Friday. Like, that's that's all we're really here to do. Yeah. But I love Faith, as I just outlined. And I don't really know what it is. It's not that I identify with her because I've never murdered anybody. But, I mean, we've all done shit we're not proud of. Like, I've done some bad stuff. But and so maybe that's what it is. Like, maybe I need Faith to have something redeemable about her, like how far gone is too gone. I love that Buffy, even despite everything. The first thing when she gets that call is maybe she maybe she doesn't remember. Maybe yeah. she's scared and alone. And I like I love I love that because I think that we have to think that about Faith. Otherwise, why is she a like character? Because she's not even a good bad guy, right? Like she's not cool like Spike. She's not any no. of this stuff. So she has to just be this misunderstood, tortured person that that can. Get redemption. Riley,
1: really, the fact that you just called Faith a gal only proves that you don't know her.
2: Are we supposed to believe when Buffy has that little speech after she gets the phone call? Are we supposed to believe with her that Faith has changed and she's a different person? Because like Faith already beat someone up no, severely and took their clothes. We're not supposed
3: right to away. think that. Yeah. But but she like she has no other information, right? So I know, but Except it, for it the beating like you up were and and you. <laughs> yeah,
2: true. but it seems like you were arguing that there's always like you have to hope that there's redemption for Faith. And, like, what a great line that Buffy says when the audience knows she's already bad.
3: Monster. <laughs> but it's, Faith, to me, is always within arm's reach of being okay. Like, if she just had those things, just had that support. And I know we talked about this a lot in season three because that was the kind of the arc of the season. It was like, what if Buffy was bad? What does it mean yeah. for a Slayer to do these things?
1: But, uh, tell me, college girl. What does it mean? To me? Mostly? But you still now off about things you don't understand. Uh oh, I guess somebody knows you're here.
0: Yeah, it's it's really weird that she had a coma and then she's replaying season three when Mm -hmm. the show has moved on. That is kind of weird.
3: But she hasn't. Peter actually said another cool thing. I thought about Faith in that she's the last survivor of the losing side. Like that scene specifically when she's walking down uh, the main street, Mabel Court, and you know, and we've done that shot multiple times, right, with Vampire and Cordelia and the Witches and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is Faith seeing. Uh, and intentionally there's like a, a, a father and daughter running by because because that's all Faith wants is just the dad. <laughs> and her dad got murdered. Guys, feel bad for her. Anyway. Thanks, sugar Daddy.
4: Now, Faith, I don't find that sort of thing amusing. I'm a family man. I'll try to start a little more chronologically. I mean,
2: was her dad murdered? Is that exploded! Really like the <laughs> her right dad was term? exploded. It turned into a gigantic demonic snake monster yeah. who had to be stopped.
3: The very, the very first dream sequence, how we open the, the episode, is I... I went on about the dream sequence in *Graduation Day* Part Two and how it was one of my favorite oh, moments yeah, right, of the whole right. show. And I was when I was watching it and listening to it again, I was like, "Oh God, I fucking love this. This is my fucking jam." And the music is the same. I was like, "I'm pretty sure that's the exact same music they used in the *Graduation Day*, and it is." In *Graduation Day* Part Two, it's with a string section or like you know synthesized string section, and here it's just piano, but it's the same exact chord progression, okay. same everything, and I, like melody. I was like, "I love it. I love it so much. This is perfect." Anyway, nonsense. It's a beautiful day. I
0: eat your sandwich. I was pretty appalled when I was doing this, so we could just talk about it generally. But yeah. this is my roller coaster journey. Uh, I've, I've named it as well. This is a timeline of feeling trapped by season three. <laughs> notes from the new Sunnydale Six Flags coaster dedicated to the life and loves of Deputy Mayor Alan Finch. Oh, do that. No one's talked about. So the roller coaster begins when we lift up the hill after our dream sequences. Uh, I, for me, it starts when Buffy turns around, when Faith is there which I thought was awesome. Oh, yeah. Faith was, I mean, we knew Faith was right there. But how cool was that?
1: At least you're not alone on this. I'll bet every cop in Sunnydale is out there looking for it right now. Pressure is definitely high. I'll tell you, if I were her, I'd get out of Dodge post-Hasty. You're not me. Which you're not is
0: just me. Like, You're not me. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. We're just like getting it out of the way yeah. right away. Um, then Faith said 5 by 5 and that was immediately... <laughs> I mean... Right now we're still going up the hill, but you're kind of getting that dread in your stomach. Uh, then Buffy says, "Faith, these are innocent people," and then Faith says, "No such animal." Yeah. You're feeling, yeah, you're feeling a little queasy. You know what's you know what's coming. Uh, Better than thou, Buffy. When when Faith said that, I was like, "We're still doing the same shit." We dropped down the hill. Uh, Faith when she's running from the fucking cops was amazing.
3: Oh, right from the the. I hospital. love that this
0: show is like, Faith is afraid of cops. Like we just have the sirens going, and it's like the, everyone's like, "Ooh, Faith, the cops are coming." The cop, why is everyone afraid of the cops?
3: Because what is it deal with the she cops? She doesn't want to get arrested.
0: She's a fucking superhero.
3: She she takes
0: down the cops without even a problem. So I just found it hilarious well, the cops that she's like, "Do have fighting. guns?"
3: And I, while Buffy's not about to tackle this issue, do shoot people kind of well very discriminately. So I I can understand why she would maybe not want. To be around, because she has had a gun pointed at her before, too. I know, on Defro. Yes,
0: we're very aware. Uh, We've met that cop, in fact. I mean, he might be the detective who we meet (laughs) on the side plot of this episode, which was stupid fucking bullshit. Uh, When Faith jumps over the wall, when she runs Mm -hmm. away from Buffy... What was that? Buffy. She's right underneath the wall. Buffy's like, oh. And the quad is like, uh, goes on for miles. They just shot that in some pasture. Like, that's not even in a town. It's like, oh, just kids. Kids, just go out as far as you can go cares. This is what quads are. And it just expands. Yep. And she's like, acres no, and acres. lost her.
3: There's no way that she could be directly beneath me. She must have literally vanished.
0: And like that to me is like the show saying, Buffy and Faith are two evenly matched, smart, capable individuals, and one outwitted the other. That's what that says. So either Buffy's the biggest idiot in the world, or Faith is super smart, and I think we know the answer <laughs> huh. to that one, yes. Uh, so at this point, we're about to hit the the first loop at full speed, and that's Gosh. when the Gustaf, the Gustafsson blades show up, um, because her just looking at those blades longing for her, her, her baby yeah. uh, was way too on the nose. And the fucking cops out of nowhere showing up and her just like blending
3: into the crowd <laughs>
0: jaywalking they all should have fucking been arrested uh, oh yeah the, the people milling, the amount
3: of people I mean we've done this multiple times I'm able, well, all they like, do is
0: mail about
3: why there's so many fucking people on this road is this fucking Italy cars go on roads <laughs> I don't understand Well, oh, we never
0: see a car no. I mean, we either see like two cars in an episode or a cop car in this case right here. Uh, so then we get our first brake check uh, before we start our next climb. And this is when uh, she kills that demon by breaking the neck.
1: Instantly. For no reason.
0: <laughs> Why was he coming out to her? I have you. something for you.
1: You got to give me something to do. There's no way I'm sleeping. Don't you need anyone
4: dead or maimed? I can settle for maimed. <laughs> you little firecracker.
0: Uh, and then she dodged the police flashlight, which was fucking amazing the police just going through the alleys they're we've really never looking, seen
3: them in our lives. they're really looking for this girl they really want to get it do
0: they even really have evidence on all of the shit that she's done are they really actively looking for her
3: i don't know
0: right because didn't the well the initiative well no i guess the our detective guy is a cop right so they're looking for her yeah. i guess but then our girl our nurse is a council girl
3: yeah or at least some kind of like
0: so both sides know yes okay so they are just like actively looking for faith i could buy that that's fine um and then she climbs up a ladder and she goes where she goes somewhere to
3: an old secondhand electronics store
0: that okay and everything's just plugged in and we plugged it in and we're watching the video (laughs) um when she smiles when the mayor is talking about he hopes that this is happening in a museum. Hi, kids. And all the kids are looking up into his face in fear. And then they do a little flash of faith, like smiling, doing like a little, oh, if only.
3: I mean, I'm how like, could you not think that was adorable? Him guffawing and saying, hi, kids.
0: Because he's a fucking demon <laughs> snake monster who ate everyone. He just
3: wants a better, different America. Okay? What does that
0: mean? A, that the snake eat all of us?
3: Yeah, again, we, when we try to extrapolate on the what the villains want. But then what, is Faith <laughs> really what does Faith want out of this? What does Faith
0: want out of that? She just
3: wants a family. She just wants love and support. Okay?
0: So then we hit the next drop. And the next drop is when Faith punches Joyce in the face. <laughs> Can I get a Joyce? Joyce! It's so good to see
3: Joyce. It is.
0: That was a test of your wall.
3: We'll see. We'll see.
0: Yes. I loved uh, seeing Joyce again. Even though she got punched in the face.
3: I mean, didn't you like that a little bit? Not that I wanted Joyce awesome. to be punched, but just like, opens door, punch!
0: <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, I will invite myself in. Like, she's a vampire or something. It's like, ugh, we get it. Oh yeah. my god, shut up. Uh, and then when she's lecturing Joyce from her bed, it was already annoying. And then she picks out the harlot lipstick or whatever. I was like, I can't even do this. Uh, and then at this point in the roller coaster, um, you can feel that the age of the coaster, because your your head is currently hitting up against wrecking, wrecking, the wrecking. sides <laughs> of, of the harnesses with each twist and turn. Um, and that's when uh, she doesn't confront Joyce about the fact that she was left in a motel for months and months on end. And this all could have been nipped in the bud a year and a half ago mm-hmm. when we could have just brought her into our home and nurtured her like a normal person mm-hmm. instead of having her live out on her own. And that love that she did require and does still require could have been given to her a long time ago.
3: No, but it's Buffy's fault.
0: For no cause. It's Buffy's
3: fault.
2: Joyce is a bad mom.
0: Joyce is a bad mom again.
2: You're a good mom. I'm the best.
0: And it's not even her daughter. (laughs) And then we're into the tunnel that we thought we were going to hit. So we're going down into a tunnel we thought we were about to hit it. And that's when Buffy crashes through the window. And then they roll down (laughs) the stairs stairs like they're in (laughs) Ted. A worse episode, let's say. So throwing back to a worse episode does remind us that. We're not. Could be worse. We're not watching Ted. <laughs> this is...
1: I'm sorry. I, I heard. I, I broke a wine glass. You're home early. Hi. Hi. Oh, this is my daughter, Buffy. Buffy, this is Ted.
0: Uh, and then you reemerge for the last, uh, reemerge into the light for the last hurrah. And that's when uh, Faith threatens to sleep with Riley. And um, even um, Buffy says that that's tired. Um, And then once again, Doug Petrie speaking as uh, the audience and the writers um, when Buffy says, did it ever occur to you, Faith, that the reason we all forgot you is because we wanted to? (laughs) And thus the ride ends. Faith is Buffy, Buffy is Faith, Buffy is five by five, and Faith is going to jail.
3: (laughs) That was a beautiful ride. So that was the ride. Great job.
0: And... All that we get out of this is like a bunch of dunks from Willow who fucking killed it. <laughs> a little bit of like Buffy Riley stuff, which was kind of fun. Just like, oh, here's a thing from the past that you don't know. Right. Oh, I want to know more, but I don't want to tell you because Angel, oh God, whatever. But I mean, there's that. Uh, but like Sarah Michelle Gellar is really good throughout the whole thing and and faith is always good with her yeah like, actually petrie said the same thing
3: it? every time Alliance is on set it brings out the best in sarah and i was like, like i kind of agree just because it, you have a direct foil or like you're mm-hmm. the the bad version of me like i did want to ask you before i delve into a couple of little things so and i'm sure we already talked about this so you'll have to forgive me but Stasha, why do you hate dreams do you hate your own dreams do you hate, hate dream hate sequences dreams. in TV I and hate, movies, period? Uh
2: in general, because I feel like usually they're not done very well. Yeah. No. Um these ones especially. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're very heavy handed. Part of the problem with this episode is the entire thing is so heavy-handed. Like, it starts out with the previously on immediately telling you, hey, guess what? Faith's back. <laughs> before Faith comes back. Like, you already know what's going to happen halfway through the episode before the episode even starts, which is exhausting. When that
3: happened, I was like, this is why Daniel ran screaming out of the room when we watched Game of Thrones. Yes. Um,
2: yeah. That, and then, like, the five-by-five, five, they hit it so hard. Like, faces says it a couple times, and then Willis isn't mocking her, and then we have Tara say, what, five... What by five? What? Which well, we've to just, always like, wanted put to put a finer point yeah. on it, so that we could get get to the end where we could do the crazy piano violin music, like wee, 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 when she's like, "You sure
1: you're okay?" Bye-bye five
2: by five. You know, we weren't going to get that anyways, so that was totally. <laughs> Face catchphrase, and then but Sarah
3: Michelle Gellar's face during that scene where she's like creepily staring down it's like, yeah, I'm scared. I mean, I she scared. does she yeah. does
2: look creepy, yeah. but sells it. Um, heavy handed, and then on top of the actual episode being heavy handed, the dreams are super heavy handed. Like it's just all aggressive symbolism and just garbage thrown at you and in a way that feels like ooh we're being really deep about this like have you ever thought about Buffy being a villain because to faith Buffy's the villain and she can't wake up until she can defeat the villain and I just like it makes me want to die
4: you're too young and too pretty a girl to start wearing worry
2: lines on your face
4: Oh, I'm Richard
0: Wilkins I found a snake it's like okay
3: do you remember when he turned into a snake I know that's what I mean do you remember those
0: are the bad that's when it's bad when dreams are like weird and fun like I like the idea of like the idea of having dreams being the thing that wakes her up like her being in a world like that I don't know how's she gonna wake up do we even need to question it I don't know but I feel like it's a way just to be like hey we have this great idea for this character faith if that's real if that if they really thought that through right that they, or not faith uh, the dawn. They oh yeah, Dawn. Yeah. They so knew by this, that that was going to happen. By this point,
3: absolutely. So, right, so. Uh, like, like I called bullshit then, as far as the counting down from 730 thing about Buffy will die in two years. Right. I don't know if I 100% believe that, but this is this, the Dawn, didn't. 100%.
0: So, this sure. was, so they just shoehorned it in into a dream thing.
3: Yeah. And I guess
0: they kind of did the dreams before and we're about to do Restless, which but, is But see, awful.
3: I think this little foreshadowing thing about Dawn really works because it is super subtle. And without the context of ha- knowing what happens in the rest of the show, that... What the fuck is That's a year and a half away, too. It's I don't know. Long.
0: I hate, or no, it's next year. Sorry. I, hate,
2: I hate the first dream sequence the most.
3: I love it. That's my favorite one. Which one's the first one? The, the one we're they're making, making the bed. Oh, making the bed. And yeah.
2: they make the illusion of Dawn. Yeah. I just... It feels... Incongruent with the rest of the episode or the rest of the dream sequences, Mm -hmm. and it's just um, unnecessary. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I like when Buffy was just has stabbed her and just had the Mm -hmm. knife in her. Mm -hmm. When are you gonna get this out? Yeah, I just well, that's the thing, but I like that about I like that dream writing. I mean, that's all restless is is just like weird non sequiturs, just clipped, clipped conversations that don't make any sense. I don't know, they're, they're definitely at least all the dreams all kind of have that. So in this world, those are the dreams. And if you don't like the dreams, yeah, then like Restless is gonna grate on you.
3: Yeah. I but 100% I, agree that they're like, they're very obvious, but I don't think that's bad. Uh, it's irritating, and and Petrie pretty much confirmed Stacia's hunch of like, they thought they were really fucking smart making this yeah. up, and like, wow, the audience is like, not gonna get this a little bit, like smelling their own farts kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's bad. Like, just because it's obvious... I, I still really enjoyed it. I still enjoyed the end product of it immensely. I do think that's... like Apparently, Joss wanted something really simple and beautiful, which is why they're making the bed. I was like, what? Okay. Whatever. We just have the set. <laughs> yeah, basically. They were going
0: to film the Joy stuff, so like, ah, we can do stuff here
3: Why too. not? Yeah, but I mean, sure, it's obvious. Like, what What if Buffy was the bad guy? And of course, uh, Faith would see her as but the bad guy. But didn't we do
0: that in Bad Girls?
3: Oh, yeah. No, we've done it a million times, which is why it's, it's, so it's the not. obvious thing. But it's... Again, it's these little moments that... Endear dear faith to me so much it's because she's she's there's some good in her somewhere so you,
0: you probably like her speech to joyce then when she's like everybody's left us buffy's left us she's left you too
1: you've served your purpose you squirted out the kid raised her up and now you might as well be dead i mean nobody cares nobody remembers especially not buffy fabulous superhero sooner or later you're gonna have to face it she was over us a long time ago joyce too busy climbing onto her new boy toy to give a single thought to the people that matter i mean you're her mother and she just leaves you here to die hi mom hi honey yeah,
0: yeah but that's what she's that's who she is she's just whining about she could go out and, and end this today. She could, mea culpa, Fuck, culpa Just, t- just end it. Yeah. Be like, I'm done. I'm not gonna do anything anymore. I'm gonna go to jail, or you got whatever. I'll just leave fucking town. There's a whole big world. But she just stays, keeps fighting this war that's over because
3: she's sad. And it just happened for her. It's been almost a year for everyone else, but it just happened for her. All this stuff is right there. Angel, all of it was yesterday for her. You know, am like, that's
0: it wasn't yesterday for me. <laughs> and I'm as annoyed as they are. And if I were them, I'd be fucking annoyed, too. I'd be like, this stuff has been dead
4: and buried. Go away. Can anyone of your damn little Scooby Club at least try to remember that I hate you all? Just because I can't do the damage myself doesn't stop me from aiming a loose cannon your way. And here I thought the evening would be dull. Go ahead. You wouldn't even recognize her. Dark hair, this tall, name of faith. Criminally insane. I like this girl already. We were dumb.
3: One of the shining moments in the episode is the Xander and Giles around trying
0: to what <laughs> if that's a shining com- moment. Comedic
3: moments, I think. That's good. Because just oh, yes, the yes, line yes, yes. we're dumb. We're dumb. Is amazing. Uh that scene and the scene right before it with Tara and Willow walking down the stairs were added after the fact, like I said, oh. six drafts, because this episode actually came in nine minutes short. So they needed to add some <laughs> so Nothing else what? to do for fin- Hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh because God. it's just a setup and that's like that's a bummer. But I, which makes it very sad. Tara would have not been in this episode at all if they didn't do that.
0: I'm glad she was because, honestly, one of the best moments. Yeah. I mean, just seeing her alone. And Sp- Again, Duncan on. Oh, yeah, Spike, too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's true. He wouldn't have been in here either if it wasn't for. I thought he was going to show up in, like, the alleyway, you know, when the demon popped out or something. I thought he'd be there, like, watching or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, clearly they're shot completely different nights, times. They weren't even associated with one another in this episode nope. in any way. Uh, I, you know, Willow was there for Faith. But, like. Willow and Tara, we're not going to run into Faith.
1: What do we do if we find her? Run, flee, maybe skedaddle. We're not here to engage.
3: Yeah, I was. uh, I was actually kind of surprised to hear that because of how funny that they those scenes are. But it, it you can just lift them right out, which is interesting. Yeah, they don't
0: give anything to anything because yeah, yeah. unless Spike meets Faith next week, he does. And he's Buffy, and she's Buffy. Yeah. So then that can lead to fun stuff. Yeah. So then that part, like getting that across was necessary, but yeah.
3: One of the more illuminating things that Doug Petrie said during his commentary was, uh, it was about the opening scene where Buffy's grouchy because nobody knows what's going on with the initiative or Ruth Riley. And you know, she's worried about her boyfriend. Mm. Uh, but it when he said, nobody knows what's going on, including the writers, I think, at this point. We didn't really know what was wow. going on. I was like, cool. Yeah. It's not obvious at all that we didn't really know what we were doing with the season. I wish uh, what we would have gotten an answer to is why did we bring Faith back? No,
0: I think I think honestly Adam had no legs to stand on. Mm. I think that if I were to guess, they were probably like, "I what else do we say? I mean, we have six more episodes to go. Joss has got this... Idea for a fucking dream sequence, so we have to end it in five.
1: Hmm. Well, well, you haven't seen this Adam thing. Hey, he's the Terminator without the bashful charm.
0: What do we do? He's just—he doesn't have like access to other beings or anything. It's like they probably just—they just have primeval, right? I mean, that's yeah. like the end of the story. Mm-hmm. So, what are we going to do to fill the time? But if they know that they want to bring her back, right? Then you got to do it at some point. Well,
3: they knew that they couldn't. Um, he made a point to mention that. She was going off to be a big movie star. Like, not—he didn't yeah. say it in a shitty way.
0: They, they again, we talked about them laying out stuff. If they did this, if they did faith stuff more often, where they're like, "This girl's in a fucking coma. She can always wake up. Maybe I mean, she won't, but she could always wake up." So, and yeah, that's automatic. We need something to do. Totally. I guess so. And it's like I'm sure that they've, you know, I'm sure Joss has thought about that. What would happen if she woke up? Well, this is a a fun idea. I mean, it just if you if you had laid out the fucking glove thing better. Then it would make more sense. Otherwise, you know, this this suffers from every other Buffy episode, which is like, what is this device? How would she even know how to use it? Honestly, when she holds it up, it doesn't look like anything.
3: Well, that's what uh, Sish and I were talking about too. I was like, how would you know? Because you would killed you? the fucking guy that brought it I to you. He know. might have known, but whoops. So my the only way that this makes sense, and I get it. Sometimes you don't need to write everything or whatever. Is that he M- Mayor Wilkins must have talked about it. Maybe in the, later in the tape, like we cut away before he's like. What this does is, it's this thing. Because yeah, there's no way that you would look at that and be like, oh, clearly this fits in my palm like this. And when I touch someone else, we're going to swap bodies. We're going to swap bodies. Definitely what this is for. But Jasmine apparently designed that little device. He Ooh. called it the Jack Kirby gizmo. Jack Kirby is a comic book legend, but apparently he made a lot of little fun stuff like that in his his comics. So that's what that's supposed to be a nod to. But yeah, he, he designed it. It's a cool looking little thing, but that's you fine. would never ever know that that's what it did unless somebody fucking told you. So my only hunch is that in the mayor told her. Maybe just didn't get to see it.
0: What a forward-thinking guy! I mean, that's
3: the one thing I when I think of the mayor, I think he thought this through.
4: You know, I'll tell you if Buffy's. Hey, 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 hey,
3: hey, hey. My question about it is: Was it a single-use thing? Because we didn't get any like. He, she broke it.
0: Honestly, I would have been like, if you break it, you probably it swap it like stops like it's like oh, a magic yeah. thing, right? I'm like, Maybe. but if the mayor didn't say, I mean, because I if I if I were Faith and I did that, I would not have broken that. No, never because I. Would have thought that I, it would have reversed it, but or, I guess it, or it would have trapped you forever. But yeah. she wouldn't care about that.
3: Yeah, which is why I guess she did break it because she's like, I want to be, I'm Buffy now. No, it's true,
0: fifty-fifty, right? Yeah. I was like, well, let's take the chance.
3: Yeah, but I would not have broken it because it seems like you could use that so many cool ways. Like, what a fun little thing to do! And the fact that we can just in the next episode reverse it with a spell. Why don't we use that spell more? I mean, what are the applications? I get it practically, but like, how fun. You can just switch bodies with people. That's we fun. should do that more. Shenanigans. No.
2: Sounds horrifying. <laughs> that would be, would be tough. I think it would be fun.
3: Do we hand her over to the cops?
1: They wouldn't know what to do with the Slayer even if they knew we existed. What about the council?
4: Been there, tried
1: that. Not unlike smothering a forest fire with napalm as I recall.
4: Well, the
2: initiative, they do have uh, containment facilities. One word? Evil.
1: There's no way around it. Faith is back and whether I like it or not, she's my responsibility.
3: Yeah, too bad. That was the funnest coma ever. I think it's time to start some yelling. Stacia, do you want to start us off?
2: Why is Faith still in a hospital bed somewhere? Who's paying for her treatment, and why is the hospital so so creepy? So creepy and run down. <laughs> yeah, it's like in a basement somewhere. Yeah. It's I got only say- bed there. <laughs> I it's do love the music
3: bizarre. in this episode, even if oh, no, the music I was thought on the that, for the creepy. I thought that
0: effect. all the time, the yeah. whole time. I'm just like, oh, I really hate this. So I'm like, oh yeah, this Music's music is great. really good.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know why Sunnydale General. I'm assuming it's Sunnydale General because that's we would, they said that's the only hospital there. Is so fucking creepy, but it is. Maybe because it is Sunnydale. Since we're doing Did obvious they just things, put
2: her like in the basement next to the morgue or something because they're like she's never
3: waking up. Yeah,
0: just ready to go. Oh, but, but, but more to the is point, paying who, it? Is, who is yeah, <laughs> who's doing any of this stuff?
3: So okay, realistically, Faith is a minor. Still is. Theoretically, she should be 17, I think. Uh, who who the fuck? Okay, so even if the mayor set up a trust for her, and that must be the only way that this is happening, that that's why she's getting care. But, like, someone should have reached out to her next of kin. Otherwise, you become, like, a ward of the state, right? Like, if you're not an emancipated adult. She wasn't
2: lost, though, because no. he took her to the hospital. And he was there as well. Right. I'm guessing he just posed as some sort of legal guardian. And okay. That
4: that. Which
0: is wild. Because he did turn into a snake monster. And I feel like afterwards, people would have been like, hmm, it's weird that the mayor was a demon, and a snake <laughs> monster. And we should probably look into his ties with other people. Hey, he took on this weird girl who's now in a fucking coma. Maybe we should watch her, or be more on top of this business. Like
3: The other thought I had was bizarre. that the, the Watchers Council was doing it intentionally. Obviously, we have the nurse who's kind of been monitoring the situation. So maybe they worked a little like bureaucratic mojo and they made it so that Oh, she just gets taken care but of. But it
0: is a weird world because we get the lady who walks in who gets beaten up by Faith right. and gets her stuff stolen. She's like, you know, there just to tell us like, oh, Faith doesn't know what's going on. The mayor's dead and blah, blah. But she's like talking about it as if it's just an accident. It was a horrible accident. We lost the mayor. Mm-hmm. But a lot like, of students we died. We don't know. Lots of, tons of kids died. But we don't know that it was a snake monster. Yeah. We don't know. like Like, it was just a, a rogue explosion that happened. It's wild that like... Again, another instance of Sunnydale, like, repressing the truth.
3: What's the official press release for that? Because the way she was delivering it was like, you know, a lot of kids died mysteriously. We never talked about it. We don't know what happened. We keep the mayor the school died.
0: up for reasons unknown to well, us.
3: The, yeah, the delivery of the mayor and the principal died is like... Oh, he was just a victim of the snake monster? Is that the official line from the uh, Sunny- No, I don't think there is Sunnydale? a snake monster. Oh, okay. We pretend that they didn't happen. Yeah, at all. So the they're... only people that know about the snake monster are the, the high school students or Sunnydale High. Well, Which they, well. yeah. they probably repressed it as well. They probably
0: repressed it as well. They're like, there was a horrible explosion Yeah. because I can still, to to this day, look upon my school in ruins. <laughs> so that tells me that something did happen, but I
3: don't yeah. quite remember why. I just can't remember. <laughs> glor- Years of repression. Been. I'm
0: really good yeah. at anyway damn <laughs> uh, are we putting any um i'm just gonna say it, any faith any faith at all in Xander <laughs> fixing that blaster that was my first I mean, thing
3: why would any of them think that Xander could fix this fucking thing cuz he's military guy okay
0: and then fucking, just to have Riley later be like, do-do, done, and be done. Just, it was like, just, pushed like, a button.
3: I also hate that he did. So Xander's like, stupid. how did you do that? He's like, blasters are easy. It's like, D- fucking answer the guy. He electrocuted himself in pursuit of fixing this fucking thing. The least you could say was, the switch is right here.
0: You want to talk about, yeah, Riley going down estimation-wise. Because these people have your back, you asshole. And he's just a <laughs> dick to them for no reason.
3: It's called a blaster, Will. A word that tends to discourage experimentation. Now, if it were called the Orgasminator, I'd be the first to try your basic button press approach. Do not find, this can be my yelling, this is fine. I, uh, his non-pology to shoving Willow to the ground and fucking assaulting Buffy twice is not good enough for me. Yeah, I know I was acting really weird or not great back then. I was in a bad place back, you know. No, dude, you need to say, I'm fucking sorry. I'm a monster. I should have never put my hands on you. Willow, you're a delicate magical flower and I'm so, so sorry. What can I do to make this up to you? He's he's on my shit list. So there you go. Forever
0: another another I put him on the watch list. Boom. We're on notice.
3: <laughs> Stacia,
2: Um, Xander's wearing a truly horrific outfit involving a short sleeved orange button up dress shirt, which then has a sweater vest of questionable quality over it with sweater various, vest of questionable quality. Various lines that in some way imitate a rainbow if a rainbow was made of vomit from the 1970s
3: and the fact that you can pick Xander out of that scene when Willow is right next to him wearing (laughs) that fucking hat and what I can only assume is a rug wrapped around her body is remarkable to me that's what it was no way you're out of your mind Xander by comparison is like a fashionista (laughs) although the whole time during the commentary Doug Petrie was like damn I love that hat I wish I had that hat I should get one of those hats I was like I hate Doug Petrie you're a monster sir (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: God uh, when the mayor picks up the, the heavy-handed snake and it was like but you don't you snake. don't belong here and then literally puts him back on the blanket
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> he didn't there even you go little friend couldn't even get him off the fucking uh, get him off the picnic blanket yeah, it was so stupid
3: there was a, a like a in the actual script uh, uh, what do you even call them? like a stage direction but not a stage yeah. direction but whatever that was like Buffy comes in during that picnic scene I oh, love Cuts the mayor apart as if it was supposed to be some like, graphic <laughs> dismembering scene. It's like, holy shit. Love it. That I mean, it I did it. love the fucking Cut his throat. Her. Cut his throat. It was fucking dope. I mean, how dare she interrupt their perfect picnic? The I best.
0: did like her wearing that same outfit in all the dreams. I, I was, I, you know, it had the, you know, Terminator vibe type mm-hmm, of thing. Sure. Of like, just I'm constantly coming for you all the time no yeah. matter what. So, we yeah,
3: were- the obvious Buffy has a bad guy thing Petru said. This must have been this commentary must have been during season 6 when they were filming it because he was like, "Yeah, Buffy has the bad guy. We thought about doing that for like season 7 or we thought about doing that for a whole season. Maybe we'll do it for season 7." I was like we already pretend played with this. Like, we, do yeah. you remember Bad Girls? It was a whole thing. Like, we, we're we not going to do that. just did Willow. Yeah, we just did Willow <laughs> being the bad guy. What the fuck are you talking about? Let's uh. make
0: Xander bad for one season. <laughs> right? Just in the background. <laughs> bad like.
3: in every season. Station, <laughs> ah, do you want to
2: say something else? I think he could have easily been part of the trio. Okay, that wasn't my screaming thing, though.
4: I'd hate to see the pursuit of a homicidal lunatic get in the way of pursuing a homicidal lunatic.
2: Um... I liked the line that Riley says when he's like with the initiative and he's going to leave the hospital or whatever, and forced and Gunter Graham her. G- Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Graham stop him, and they're like, "Come on, man! Like you got to be, you got to be on our side." And he says, "Family is that what we are?" Wow. And I just really liked that. Wow,
3: that uh, whole little scene apparently it's supposed to be like a, a Star Trek-y vibe. I guess Petrie oh. said that he thinks the whole initiative's kind of like Star Trek and that's supposed to be really like Captain... I don't like any of his anecdotes. I, like, I don't I like no, any know, every of time his he says stuff, and I'm just like, come on!
0: When Riley walked in was just like, stand down, soldier. Yeah. Do you hear me? Before I take you out back and kill you. And- I'm like... What, So stupid. What are
3: you going to do? You're still injured. (laughs) Not to mention, that's not how we do things. Stop pretending this is a real military outfit. This is just dudes in camo running around pretending they're actually part of something. Okay,
2: but I thought that was a good line because I think Riley really is strong about allegiances and having a loyalty to like a specific cause. And so when Forrest is calling on that loyalty, he's like... Really? I'm going to do like, it. Like, are you sure this is the right side to be on? I liked that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I try not to be so jaded about it, but I have a really hard time just because, like, none of it feels real and I don't care that much about Riley. But if you try to keep it in perspective, like, this would be huge. This would be so life-changing. Like, after Goodbye, Iowa, like him mm-hmm. facing... Because yeah, yeah. he does seem to really be dealing with, I think these are the bad guys. I think we're the bad guys. Hands.
0: Are we the baddies? <laughs> We randomly, uh, we were talking about the cinematographer, right?
3: Yes, Ray. Oh, I think I did right now. i sorry, just because I want to shout out people that work on the show.
0: Well, he's not going to
1: like
3: Oh, that, yeah. So. Ray Stella was the cinematographer cinematographer. So Ray
0: Stella, cinematographer for this episode. but the, this but, up. But usually,
3: <laughs> usually it's Michael Gershman who directed but,
0: it. And Michael Gershman directed it, so he took the day off from being cinematographer for this guy to take over. Yeah, there's multiple scenes that are out of focus. Oh, so yeah. Buffy's talking uh, when she's doing her speech about, Will, hack the mainframe. Xander, go do this up. Every shot back to Buffy is this blur.
3: I guess I didn't notice. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of cinematography, and I don't know that this is a fault of that, but the blown up husk of Sunnydale High he, Petrie said, that's not a real set. I don't know if that's... He said the words, I'm not sure if that's a painting or what, but... Which it might – when he it's, said that at first, I was like, a painting? What the fuck are you smoking? I was like, oh, I guess it could be a painting. No, I
0: mean, we saw this, the the lights, you know, when we like go and we see the city lights of the city. This is what I'm talking about before right, with the that, that digital thing, yeah. blur. Yeah, the, so that – if that was ever – this was like definitely not real, but it's like a weird
3: – Well, I knew it something. wasn't – oh, yeah, he said – I'm not sure if it's a model or a painting. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense that it might be a model. Uh, but when he said painting, I initially was like, why the fuck would it be a painting? But, yeah, like so it could be – a rendering of some kind of like, yeah. we need a picture of a fucked up school. Can you? But
0: couldn't you do better? But then you think about the CG effects on the right, show exactly. and you're like, oh yeah, this is probably it.
3: So then I almost do wonder if it was straight up like a weird CG still frame where they took the actual high school and they were and like, just crush it. Make yeah. Make it dirty. Yeah. Break it. I don't know.
2: I find it incredibly hard to believe that even a slayer would be able to wake up out of a coma, get up, walk around with no problem, and beat someone up.
1: That's the thing about a coma wake up all rested and rejuvenated and ready for payback so much for pleasantries huh what'd you think I'd wake up and we'd go for tea you tried to gut me Lonnie you'd do the same to me if you'd had the chance so let's have another go at it see you lands on top it doesn't have to be like this you know actually I think it has to be exactly like this
3: no one's seen Kill Bill? We all know it takes a really long time to break okay. out of the entropy stuff. Let me just say whole movie? Kill
2: Bill also irritates me because <laughs> I think she's moving around way too fast. It takes you like months to get the muscle strength back when you haven't used your muscles. And yeah. sure, maybe a Slayer would bounce back faster than the average bear. But I don't think you would just maintain all of your muscle tone, even as a Slayer, in a coma for Oh, months. yeah, for sure.
0: for sure. And even when she pulled out the IV, she said,
1: ouch. Yeah. I
2: was like <laughs>
0: if that hurt then...
2: Faith isn't
1: a monster and as far as fighting I'd be lucky to bruise her fist with my face
0: uh, did anybody else get bad eggs vibes in this when uh, Faith kills Buffy down in the grave and then comes up like after uh, Buffy kills oh, the right, bezoar the, the and, yeah. and then came up so all the action happened off screen we don't get to watch any of it and then triumphantly Faith I mean comes I, like, up. I
3: like that I like the one she jumped down all serial killer I mean I, there's definitely a vibe about serial killer Buffy that I'm into and that's a great oh, shot. When she her being the was grave is such a great shot.
0: Yeah, but her coming out was definitely. I mean, I think it was. I would say almost directly what happened. Well, apparently, it's
3: much just Shawshank Redemption. Shut up, <laughs> shut up, Doug Petrie. Jesus Christ, isn't he so unlikable? Uh, yeah. Why would they call Buffy? Who? Why? Who? Okay, who and why are my questions about the phone call to Buffy at Giles's house? How do they know she was at Giles's house? <laughs> great. Who gosh. the fuck is calling her? Why would they call her, of all people? That so she's my wacky,
1: identical cousin from England whenever she visits hijinks ensue? It's good you guys have such an honest
3: relationship. Is it customary when a person wakes up out of a hospital and goes on a murdering spree that they're like, hmm.
0: Who was the last person who survived? Hmm. Let me tell her.
3: <laughs> I think the person that put her in the hospital was a blonde girl. Yeah, we should call her. The one that tried to kill her? Let's call her. Like, the what? The
0: cop over here is that. He's like, oh, he means the girl.
3: But honestly, who the fuck called her? The The council?
0: I would assume the council. I would assume it was the girl. You think, yeah, it was our the nurse. The nurse who has two names, yes.
3: The nurse with two names. Yeah, she has two
0: names. I would have I would have accepted it more if for some reason they maybe took her information at some point and then like called Joyce and like that was an, a way to get Joyce into the episode before Joyce gets punched. Like Joyce calls Giles and is like looking for her daughter. I don't know like that would have made more sense because they would have called not why they would not have called Giles house, right, no matter right, what yeah, no matter what unless it was a council person who knows Giles number which
3: would have talked to Giles and not Buffy right but if it well Giles doesn't work for the council anymore that's why this is like such a I know I know it's like it, it's
0: like it makes no sense
3: <laughs> Stage
2: this was an episode that you said was nine minutes short and they couldn't take the time to figure out these plot holes Do you know?
3: right <laughs> you no know? Okay. Who has time just for that? I just wanted to
2: establish that because, yeah, there's a lot of questions. It doesn't matter
3: who's paying for Faith's health care. It doesn't matter <laughs> that Faith is instantly able of kicking ass the second she gets out of an eight-month coma. It doesn't matter who called Buffy or why. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter who that nurse is. Faith is back. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. I, was that yours? Because I that got the nurse. Fine. Well, the nurse... I mean, we got to talk about it. So the nurse, when we first meet her, I thought I had seen her before, but you're saying she is not I, in the I, not show. I I know. Do
3: you, do you remember seeing her before? I don't think so, so. we
0: meet the crack team. We meet our detective boy who we've never seen before. We probably will never see again. Uh, we meet our doctor friend, S. Lippet, Lippert. Sorry, S. Lippert. Sure. Sean. Let's call him Sean. Sean Lippert. Yeah, doctor. Uh, doctor, he's fine. He just wants to... Help people. He yeah. just wants to treat them. Worry about the Get out of here, guy, uh, agent guy. I got patients to take care of. That's his business. Then we have a D. Krush. C-R-U-C. Can't read the rest. Let's say Krushine, Deborah Krushin. Krushchak. check. Something. It's probably only like three more letters because it's just a stethoscope that's blocking it. So I was like, okay, I've seen her before. So I wrote down D. Krush. Krushine, Whatever D. it is. Krush. And then she gets to the helicopter and I'm like, well, oh, my God, a fucking helicopter is fucking coming. down. This is this is hilarious. Show is this? But then we see that her name has yes. now become G. Porter
3: what registered nurse. Fuck?
0: And they're both are RNs, you know, because you could see the RN after the cruise, whatever it is. I what want
2: to know more about mean? this lady.
0: So, again, I don't know whose business this is, but shit. So, yeah, I want to know more about this lady who has a twin or who has a different name. I don't know.
3: (laughs) Or is really bad at secret agenting.
0: So bad at secret agenting. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. And I thought we would see more of her. And she just welcomes. They parked the helicopter in the parking lot.
3: Mm -hmm. Where else are you going to put it? Not in a helipad. What are those for? Um, A note about the detective. Apparently, one of the drafts, the six drafts that Petrie turned into Joss Whedon, had the detective so over-the-top, hard-boiled, like, I'm assuming he was, yeah, even the whole nine. Would have like, been better. Would have been better. Uh, that Joss Whedon mercilessly mocked him and made him change it. Mm. I was like, that sounds all on-brand. Every part of that sounds
0: on-brand. He mocked Doug
3: Petrie. Mm? I'm down for that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. That can be mine. Yeah. Do you have anything else? Um,
2: When, so is up in the second-floor bedroom with Joyce. Yes threatening yes. her life and Buffy comes flying Don't question through that the window either. where the fuck did she come from did she climb a tree and then swing
0: at the right moment yeah at the exact moment
2: and it wasn't even it didn't seem like a swing it was like she projectile <laughs> yeah. straight forward vertically
3: through the window and into the room she learned
0: it from Angel just straight <laughs> right through
3: I mean because the only explanation is that she was just already on the roof right that she's like Hmm. Uh, okay. Instead of going through the front door, yeah, her, you have keys. The <laughs> fastest way to do this is to just crash through a bedroom window, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Add more damage to what? what
3: yeah, the fuck. Yeah.
2: yeah, Really, no, no care at all for no. Joyce's personal property.
0: No. No. no, and can we also just talk about all of the letters that Buffy is sending from the campus that's three miles down no,
3: the no, road? See, well, okay. Maximum. That's, she, that's this, what that's I said. What, yeah. That is not what's going on. She's not mailing letters to her mom. It's that letters are getting sent there and she hasn't been by in so long oh, yeah. to pick them up. I, that's well, funny that you both thought that. I was like, yeah. well,
0: well I, once Doug, no, great. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying in the writing that that's what that is because yeah. I don't, is it? Yeah. Are we sure about well, that?
3: Yeah. I mean, the, cause she, the whole assuming. point is setting up that Buffy hasn't been by in a hasn't while because she's forgotten all about it. But you he could be writing but letters. But could it be
2: she hasn't been by in a while, so she's been writing letters because she doesn't want to come see you. But, but they're they unopened. unopened.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. They're unopened. Because uh, unless... Joyce is <laughs> a terrible mom. She's like,
0: oh No, that's definitely <laughs> no, what's happening. Accident. Buffy's writing letters because she can't be bothered. Joyce can't be bothered to open them. So that's why it all falls flat. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Buffy's forgotten about us. It's like, yeah, I forgot I forgot about Buffy. I forgot about her. <laughs> it's you, you, I filled you her showing, bedroom
2: with shit. She you, doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> you
0: showing up here, huge reminder. I appreciate that. I should really call Buffy more. But holy shit, I forgot all about her until you showed up.
3: Yeah, that so at least. I I didn't know that was ambiguous, so it's really interesting that both of you thought that, but yeah, that's I take the I be- worst of choice. I so I believe I'm, I'm that assuming. that's what it's supposed to be. I mean,
2: it makes sense. Yeah, but makes yeah, sense. I was always just like, This doesn't make any sense. I cannot imagine Buffy would sit down and write her mom letters instead
3: of just call her once in a while. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and also I think if we if that were the case, we would have made a point <laughs> at some time in an episode to see Buffy writing, Dear Mother, it's <laughs> been exactly fourteen days since my last correspondence. <laughs> How is Mr. Gordo? <laughs>
0: And Willow's like, Oh, are you writing your mom again? Yeah, can you drop it by on your way to visiting your mom just down the street? Yeah, sure.
3: <laughs> You're a good mom. I'm the best. At the little gathering at Giles' house, we're debriefing about the, you know, we just got the call about Faith. Faith isn't exactly low profile. I'll wait for her to make a move. Okay. I like Faith, so I'm always going to give her the benefit of the doubt. But this girl murders people. You know that. She's already attacked a person. And your plan is to wait till she. Murder someone else and then go find her? We'll know where she is when she does the murdering. That's a terrible plan. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta it. be on the offense here. You can't just be like, well, wait we till she kills a couple people and surely we'll catch her then. Yeah. What the fuck, Buffy? It's pretty callous. Anyway. Jesus. Stacia?
2: I don't know if anyone else will relate to this but me, but every single time I see the scene, I get this mashup of Buffy and the labyrinth in my head where one of the council people says, "Hello, Rupert? And then in my head, <laughs> Rupert says... Did you just say hello? And then the councilperson says, no, I said, hello, but close enough. Hello.
4: <sighs> hello. Hello.
1: Did you say hello? No, I said hello, but that's close enough. No, I was just saying howdy. You're a worm, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. You don't but by any chance know the way through this labyrinth, do you? Oh, me? Nah, no, I'm just a worm. <laughs>
3: Oh, come inside. Make the missus.
1: No, thank you. But I have to solve this
3: labyrinth. But they wouldn't do that because they're both British. Yes. ash. <laughs> <laughs> true. And it's kind of it's hard to tell if he's saying Rupert or Ripper.
4: Mm.
2: And
3: mm. even Doug Petrie during the commentary, is like, "Yeah, he calls him Rupert or Ripper." I don't know. You fucking wrote it, man. Come on.
0: Legend. Legend. God. Doug Petrie. Um, D- Tara being awkward about the word recon. What was that all about? Because she's
3: oh, just yeah. so cute and smitten by this, her new little girlfriend. Uh, and she's like, Recon, yeah. you're like a super secret fighter monster person. That's great. You said Recon. You're like, cool monster fighter.
0: The last thing I've got is the UC Sunnydale logo that we saw for the first time. The U, C, and then a little sun. Sun and D. Oh, and no, and we D. we've seen it before. It was on our Well, board. I just have Oh, yeah. Oh, this was prominent.
3: And it was, uh, I love it.
0: I love the little emoji logo.
3: Yeah, nice. it's cute. Yeah, it's on. I think it's on her folder when she... Oh, the first, the I guess I
0: probably stuff, yeah. didn't uh, see that or but the multiple getting, flashbacks uh, to the freshman. I think
3: it's definitely the first time we've seen it like on that step because it's on like a concrete in that And that spot
0: was definitely made for TV. Like there was literally just like a community board and then a massive open concrete space. And then behind it, the massive pasture. <laughs> right, right. Like what was this place? I mean, I think it was definitely like a big open park, like a, maybe a big dog park or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it must have been. Or just like park. a big public spot. Um, they pretended was a college campus which would not ha- like it's just too bi- it's no. too much the fucking cops drove in <laughs> it's to, onto the yeah, onto yeah, the onto like it, absolutely unbelievable to me um so yeah and, and obviously it had the ubiquitous widespread panic sticker there was also uh, a flyer for the widespread panic.com oh on the billboard like behind on the on, behind her yeah and also for education 180 alcohol and education flyer from beer bad not from beer bad but you know in mm, response right, sure, to sure. beer bad and then did you see the creepy be safe sign behind xander and
3: when they're downtown
0: when they're downtown yeah yeah
3: yeah. what the uh, fuck was that
0: that was weird it reminded me of the slater kitty album cover like they with their eyes and stuff looks just like the um, oh their newest one their newest yeah. album yeah yeah, be safe. God, what the fuck is fucking that? Fucking
3: scary. Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess I did. There, There's a ton of destruction that happens to the Summer's home in this episode. I think that might be the most destroyed the house has gotten. I hmm. don't know. It's definitely up there. But at one point during the fight between Faith and Buffy, <laughs> Faith grabs as a weapon a drawer out of that fucking credenza thing. <laughs> Just like amazing why i just like the choice i love it i love that she threw a drawer Buffy. <laughs> it's my favorite
0: i do have one question so when faith is getting the lipstick mm-hmm. we see over in the corner <gasps> buffy and a little boy i
3: mean could, we assume it's buffy
0: i assume it's buffy right so it's either joyce as a kid or it's joyce and or it's a buffy and her bro, i mean it could be her cousin it could be anybody yeah. but Holy yeah, shit. there's like a little little boy and a little girl I mean, oh. Like a little Buffy, right? I mean, it's like a little blonde I mean, girl. I'm
3: assuming we're, it's it's got to be Buffy. That that so actually that works boy a lot is, of
0: questions. So maybe that boy is uh, maybe it's the Illinois cousin. Maybe it's their.
3: But they only ever well because I guess and I it's not
0: she, from the killed by death, right? Because that was dead. a girl. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, she was dead. Yeah, yeah, but, but they, they mean, were young. So, but
3: I don't think it's Joyce in that picture because just based on the clothes they're wearing, oh yeah, sure, and, like, sure, the, how the quality of the picture is. Joyce wow. is a million years old. Yes. Well, that's what they but Wow, that curious yeah who is this It's probably
0: doug's kids
3: maybe doug's kids doug petrie oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) who's Doug? what uh maybe it's supposed to be her and billy maybe billy was Ah, uh, fair haired as a child
0: yeah no it could be billy yeah Yeah.
3: good old billy fordham anyway uh i'm done yeah me too
1: Hunting for a psychopathic super bitch is definitely in the above
3: and beyond category. I think it's time for you to update me on some watches. I think we had some movement, some watch movement. No, we really
0: didn't. Uh, Xander, construction outfit. No. No. Maroon jacket watch. No. Forrest Skate for Riley watch. Always yes. Oh my God, don't even tell me you're going to that girlfriend of yours. (laughs) Uh, That was crazy Mm -hmm. for for us to freak out like that. Uh, And then Forrest says, one good conjugal visit and you'll be back in intensive care. And then Riley's response is, you wouldn't understand. That's fucking crazy. And you know, Forrest is like, did I say it right? You know, Am I talking about sex the right way? Um, like, explain it to me. Explain it. Explain girls to me. Explain sex to me. I don't know.
3: Let's just lay down in bed and talk about what I'm
0: doing. this. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, don't leave. Family is everything. Uh, Chips Ahoy. Yes, for sure. Xander. Questions: If Riley has a chip in his head, mm-hmm. they allude to it with Spike again not being able to touch them, Buffy but he still hates Riley's them. Riley's head for, for chips. For chips as well. A Doff and watch? No. Uh, you should lock your door. Hell yeah, the helicopter goons are up in his house. <laughs> <right>? Come on. <laughs> his and his fucking house. light didn't work, <laughs> which nice. is great because they just unplugged I mean, the lamp that sort of was right. connected to that light switch. They have to. But they all to. the rest of the electricity is fine. But they sat alone in in darkness, yep. waiting for him to come home. You I love the, that. The drama. Uh, Sandy Watch, no, of course. Michael Wicca, Amy Gothwatch, nope, just Recon, no spells. Uh, books A Million, I don't think there was a book in this whole thing. I can't remember so. them looking at a book. I mean, Faith sort of derailed it all. Yeah, She doesn't really need books to understand her because she's one note, one dimension. Streets Ahead, uh, no, but we spend a lot more time, yeah, on Devro where we get her you know, watching... Uh, we see we see it through our eyes, which is another trope that we definitely always see, like the panning shots from the vision of the person Faith, Bad mm-hmm. Willow, whatever it is, right. which always fucking changes. So we see the sport and tackle store, which should be on Devro, but is now on Maple Court, right. right next to the liquor store, which we questioned before when we had the run on everything during Hush. And then we've got oh, the um, hardware store, the hardware store, just, down there. just yeah. right down the street, which yeah. those were not connected. And then we cut back to Faith and then which the movie theater is right behind, which confirms um, that those two are connected and then the espresso pump is right across the street.
3: So Petrie confirmed that I, and I've seen it in a couple other special features through this season that the ire uh, I have for this constantly shifting street Maple Court mm-hmm. and whether or not it exists and what it exists in proximity to is all because of them. Like they, they literally do change the facades of the stores yeah, all the time. Sure. But he said it wasn't an effort to make it seem bigger than it was. I'm like, no dude, because you made an icon in the Sunnydale Cinema. That thing... Places you. No matter what, everything is basically in reference to that fucking thing because that never changes because you're not about to move that signage and shit. So when you start fucking with the facades around it, it's very obvious that you've done that. So it's like, he's like, I think the viewers are starting to catch on. I'm like, only in the way that you've made me incensed and just like questioning reality. I kind of
0: love that it's in the show. That is, none of it makes sense. And I I love that we spent so much time being so mad about it. And finally, biggest KO from Giles? No. No. Unless the goons beat him up.
3: Which they might in the next episode. Who knows? I don't remember. So. There's a for rent sign in that window. Faith could have a home. She doesn't have a job.
0: Oh, there's also the alleyway. Don't, mind, don't forget. Sorry. The alleyway for Streets Ahead. We First time going down the alleyway, which is like right next to the cinema. The, the same alleyway that uh, Faith kills the guy in was where Xander and them walked into. We've oh, never yeah. been down that alley you before. Know, no, huh. but we spent a lot of time in it because I remember Spike... Hangs yeah. out there. We do a lot of Spike Buffy stuff there. I didn't realize we never done the alley. No, I think it's the first huh. first for the alley. That alley particularly.
4: So if
3: only it were named. Angel.
4: Sander. Angel. I thought you were taking the night off.
1: I,
3: I was, um, but something came up. Um, I feel it's my duty to remind you that we're a real podcast. And you can find us everywhere on the internet at Pot. That'll be on Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram. It'll also be a website, beatmepod.wordpress.com, which will give you notes about this show. Like, if you want to know what sample we're playing, if you want to know about that Elvis Costello song. I mean, we're not going to have that information. There is the internet. But we'll have all kinds of other information. Mitchell and web. Mitchell and web. Find that clip. Yeah, there you go. So go to beatmepod.wordpress.com for that. If you are curious about the more musical side of things, though, you can go to Spotify and subscribe to our playlist, beatme wait damn it it's been a while since i forgot even i know it beat
2: me me hyphen fun time playlist for
3: podcast fans season four that's it except season four season four (laughs) (laughs) do what station said and go to beat me hyphen fun time playlist for podcast fans season four and that'll contain all the music that is within our episodes of this podcast here as well as any song that's available on spotify from the episodes of buffy the vampire Slayer that you've been watching so do that if you want to okay It is time to rank this sucker. Willow hacks. We talk about the net for reasons. I'm counting Willow,
0: hack the mainframe. Hack the mainframe. (laughs) Come on. That's the first time in a long time (laughs)
3: that we've specifically asked Willow to do anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And danger, danger, Temptress Buffy, use magic if you have to. Uh, Mm. Don't ever forget uh, that scene in season six where she puts her hand over the computer and does a Google search with magic. Incredible. Uh, so I gave it a six. Wow, oh,
0: that's lower than I thought you would.
3: Well, I mean, it's only you are one... juking the stats to make I mean, this I the am...
0: highest ranking thing ever. It
3: didn't need more. didn't need more. Uh, Giles, again, sidelined. He, and if it weren't for that ad hoc scene yeah. with Xander, he would barely be in the episode at all. He's just there when they're at his apartment, right? Yeah. And, and hello, Ripper. Or Rupert. But we'll yeah. he so, was tending the fire. you know. He's... And he's wearing a sweater. I mean, I, I gave him a, a six. Wow. Well, now. Yeah. Very low. we have set a precedent this, this this season with riley ruins everything that's our new category but
0: uh, so we got another, whenever joyce
3: is uh, around we I gotta preempt it we gotta it fall back on old trip and then this episode is nothing but remember season three do you remember season three i do couldn't
1: she take over for you mom no one can take over for me but you're going to college next year i think it would be mom the only way you get a new slayer is when the old slayer dies and that means you. When did you die? You never told me you died. No, I, It was just for a few minutes. Oh, I hate this. I hate your life.
3: You know who was in season three? Joyce. Joyce. So I went back to Joyce as a bad mom. So
0: Riley's is gone. Or no, you're just for this episode. Subs- oh, just okay. for this episode. I thought you were yeah. about to add another. No. That's how I was going to get the points. No, no, no.
3: Okay oh yeah added, I've also added a category to give her an additional 10 points uh, her Joyce. being faith,
0: and also like the joyous category now of like
3: 10 best <laughs>
0: yeah. mom ever just um, to give her 70 points
3: I did give her an 8 now oh <laughs> my god now
0: she potentially didn't write her daughter doesn't write to her potentially
3: what, what does that but make? also
0: doesn't come to visit
3: yeah why does that make her a bad mom that makes Buffy because a bad daughter because no one daughter.
0: wants to be around her
3: yeah, that could be true
2: Daughter? Look, I what mean, I'm... it's not like Joyce couldn't come visit Buffy. It's true. Amen. Also puts a no out for and immediately filled yeah. up her house, her bedroom with garbage. Listen, so tell me about the eight. Since
1: when does it matter what I want? I wanted a normal, happy daughter. Instead, I got a Slayer.
3: She did advocate for Faith's murder. I'm thinking my daughter will kill you soon. Uh, that's pretty which... dope.
0: That was pretty great. It's
3: <laughs> gonna take take a couple points down because she's a child and you're' Shouldn't that
2: anyway. be a three instead of an eight then? Because you point. start at a five. Yeah.
3: Well, no, because the other yeah, things yeah, brought it back up. Gotta go up yeah. I mean, she was basically like, you're not going to push me around. You know what? I'm tired of you talking. Fucking kill, kill me. me. Like, that is... was pretty great. <laughs> what? Are you going to slit my throat person? now? Yeah. Okay. Like, the, I never thought Joyce would be like a, like a have a badass motherfucker moment, uh-huh. and she totally did. And I was really taken aback. And the fact, like, hi, honey. Like, I don't know. It was really cute. I think that it was sweet. She was worried. Like, are you okay? And like. I, uh, this is definitely the highest I've ever made Oh, Joyce. I guess
0: we did end with them there. So, yeah, I, I would say I, I agree with you totally. I think she was awesome. Yeah. And even at the end, you know, I, because I wanted them to have more of a moment, but I'm sure we'll have more of a moment starting next episode. Oh, you would think. Well, I, also, it's not Buffy. So, that's also not right, fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I don't know what I expect now because they've switched bodies Freaky Friday style. So, that's right. I mean, but no, I, I agree with you. She, those, those two were awesome. Yes. When, when Joyce said those things, I was like, Fuck yeah, dude. Slit her throat. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go.
3: Uh, Monster of the week. Faith. Automatic ten points.
0: <laughs> oh. Just or is it, Buffy?
3: Just, uh, well, it's only Faith uh, through this whole episode, so...
0: But you saw the dream sequences. What if... Oh, what wait. If, that's right. What if Buffy was the villain?
3: <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that mental exercise. Oh, man. What if... Have no, you Faith, thought of Buffy as the villain before? No, never. Oh, what okay. if... What? What are you ranking,
4: Faith? 10 she,
0: uh, she said an automatic really? 10 of 10 automatic oh, yeah.
4: was... automatic are you sure they meant it yeah i mean who hasn't just idly thought about taking out the whole place with a semi-automatic i said idly automatic she
3: automatic kill joyce no but she does kill a demon an innocent person basically Dude, what if she killed joyce what if she killed joyce re-
0: what if she killed joyce would you have freaked out? Would you what, would you have felt conflicted? I, I know we rag on Joyce, but that would have been a baller moment if she actually killed Joyce.
3: I don't think you come back from that. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, but she, you come back from DMF. It's fine. All right, All right. I, see. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it.
3: I get it. In the scope of our show, I don't think you come back from. It. I don't think Buffy would ever. No, no, you, you can't. Kill, you can't. Killer, killer, kill Joyce is the line. Apparently, relationship goodness or badness. Uh, Buffy and Riley like, obviously very happy. Like things are going well for them. And Riley's, you know, have going through some tough times. Buffy's being crazy supportive, and well, he's like, being supportive too. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it, they. There, uh, there was a moment, like I said, on the, when they were on the bed having the conversation. Mm-hmm. She's like, "We'll get through this together." I was like, "This is actually really kind of sweet." And then, yeah, that, that's an order. And then, well, then
0: you remember you're a dick to our friends.
3: I you shuffled on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you won't get me this time, Riley. Uh, Willow and Tara seem to be. Yeah, they're going fine. along they're swimmingly.
0: Just gal pals. That's they get great. to.
3: Have magic sex in the next episode. So S- that's e- exciting. S- uh, sex. Spike, magic sex. Spike and everyone kind of down a little bit. He had to remind them. <laughs> no, that but he's the joking. Yeah. He knows. Uh, Faith and everyone obviously down. We're just. Okay. Faith's really. not our friend. So. Uh, so only what, your friend. We rank that? So, relationship goodness or badness gave it a five. Uh,
0: so, just even kill.
3: Yes. And that's then. bizarre. Well, because. Faith, yeah. she's, she's not our
0: friend. I just can't, she's not. Our friend. She's our friend. She made all of our friends better friend. by having a, an opportunity to dunk all over them. So, that, that's a 10 dead. in my book.
3: Uh, episode specific by now, I bet you're feeling very much alone, but you're never alone. You'll always have me
0: zero of 10.
3: The best episode, moment of the episode, <laughs> 10 of 10. I love it so much. She's just sad. He's a
0: terrible demon sad. monster.
3: But he's so fun. On videotape. He's so fun. And it's so sweet because he's like, I'm sorry, I won't be there for you. The world's not going to have a place for you. It's all so sad. No, nothing.
0: No, it's all true. She's a fucking murderer. (laughs) She has no, like, the world is not going to come around to her side. Sorry. She's dumb and she's a murderer.
3: Well, that's what he's saying.
0: I know. So why did you even get into this? Richard Wilkins, why did you want to be a snake? We I mean, have so many that's questions. The, that's
3: like the unanswered question for the ages. Why do you want to be a
0: snake? And if, and if Faith had any like actual like emotional rigor, she would ask that question. Like, what, what does you becoming a snake, what would that do for me? What is why would that I all of a yeah. sudden be cool? Like, I you, I wouldn't be able to talk to you anymore. Yep. And I like your banter, and now you're just a snake who roams around. <laughs> And eats people from time to time. And I guess I just, I'm here now. And people are so dead, right? So now I have to, like, what, restart civilization? I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to drain, you know, I don't know how to, like, do plumbing and Look, stuff.
3: I don't, don't know. We don't need how. to think about any of that stuff. We just need to think about picnics and PlayStations and ice cream and everything is great.
4: Frankly, I don't like to think about that. I like good, positive up thoughts. If you failed me in that way, well, you know, replacing Mr. Trick was chore enough. <laughs> Oh, come on. Don't worry. Drink up. There's nothing uncool about healthy teeth and bones.
3: 10 out of fucking 10. 45 for the episode. <laughs> Number three for the season. Thanks, Sugar Right idea. above the freshman <laughs> and right below something blue. I think this... Because, okay, look. That tape and her reaction to it and faith in this episode confirms all those things that we said was ambiguous during season three about their relationship and how... Yeah important it was for her and how everything like this just really sews that up nice i think
0: no i like that they devoted a lot of time to it yeah. we got to see a good whole take of him doing stuff yeah well that's just like confidence that's good i mean the episode sucks but at least you're confident to like put it out there mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though it's trash so <laughs> commendable to doug petrie for putting it out there
3: stacia do you want to rank this it's gonna be super high
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
2: a uh, really high.
0: One of seventy
2: one. Ooh shit. Sorry. Um yeah, it's um sixty-three. Oh. 71. Out of seventy one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's the lowest of the season. Hell yeah. <laughs> Below a new man and reptile boy. Dang. And above I, I Robot Eugene and Witch, which I struggled with. I wasn't sure yeah. if I wanted to put it lower. <laughs> frankly. Yeah. <laughs> think there were some more fun moments in those episodes than in this one
3: we're mm. dumb
0: that was good it's such a simple line but so it was wasn't thing. enough to save this train wreck.
3: I guess in one of the drafts he overwrote the shit out of that too and Josh cut it all out which
0: is for the best it was for the best that's all you need mm-hmm. and it was delivered perfectly that's great uh no this episode is not good and um but you know we're four seasons in <clears throat> I don't know. i like, I get, you got to bring faith back and you got to do all the beats. So I have a lot of sympathy for like, you've got to do the stuff to make faith, faith. And I hate faith, but it's consistent, <laughs> but it's consistent. I feel the exact same rage that I felt back in season three. <laughs> and there's something to be said for that. So well, you did do a have good to do job a certain of like,
3: amount of reiterating Like she's the bad guy. Yeah. I do, oh, yeah Buffy true. The bad guy. I, was, <laughs> I, mean, I was confused through most of it, <laughs> and then at
0: the end I didn't know what to think because then Buffy said five by five, and it's like oh well Buffy's the bad guy clearly. I don't know because I don't know what that hand contraption thing did.
3: No one will know. I mean, we had murdered glowed. that human yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> who had a wife and kids and <laughs> had a life that he you know he he was just here. He heard somehow that she got out of the coma. <laughs> and needed to deliver this package.
3: Yeah, nurse well, had a lot of people to call. <laughs> she was she was like, shit. Gotta start the phone tree. Fuck. flipping through her back. little phone book.
2: Her little Rolodex. Oh my god, it's nice. incredible.
0: Um no, so uh, Bad Girls was at eighty six and I put this one below Bad Girls at eighty seven. Uh feels just, right yeah. to put them together. Uh Consequences is, is one below this year's girl. So Consequences yes. is a worse episode, sure but it's that season three trash. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Just got to take it out and deal with it.
2: Take out <laughs> it's the trash. Grip.
0: And we talked about Billy, right? So lie to me was, is the next one down from there and revelations is this one down. So I don't know. It's, it's harder to, at this point because it, it was fun. It was fun to talk about. It was a well, you know, executed for the face stuff. So I'll give him that, but it was a, it was a mess. It's unfortunate that we're here. We have to do that. And Adam is such a bad, bad guy that it's like, yeah, this, yeah. if we we're going to see if yeah. we're going to if they did this for the glory stuff which I just assume is better like it's just like more consistent and throughout oh yeah, um, yeah is. you should have done this earlier in the season right and then you had a, that's uh, yeah, fine then do a, an Adam bad guy at the end but it's weird to like hey we just got introduced to the bad guy and then
3: oh remember family? immediately back yeah. Yeah. To, that is a good point we could have done this earlier in the season and it would made a little bit more sense and I
0: think it's just like hey we had a lot of really good episodes earlier in the season yeah. so now we're gonna ugh, we're, we need something put something happen. in there shit
3: so, Well, that's this year's girl in the books. What a great fucking episode of television. Stacia, do you have anything else to say about it? No. Dan, do you have anything else to say about this fantastic episode of television?
0: You said fantastic episode of television like you're some cool monster fighter.
3: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for the exciting conclusion. Who are you?
0: Right. Which hopefully is better <laughs> than this one, right?
3: Uh, written and directed by Jurassic, Ween, I do believe I know yeah, it's at least better. written by him. No way! Well, yeah. All right,
0: we're, we're good.
3: So be the the payoff is coming, I guess. I don't know. I think it's. I think the I first half is great. The first half is great, and then I think it kind of falls apart.
0: All I thought I was about like, was when she said, I'm going to sleep with Riley. And I was like, oh, no. She
3: she, does. That's so she gross. Does. That's so gross. It is gross. Uh, that definitely won't cause any turmoil in the relationship. Uh, but can't wait to talk about it next time. Please join us then. Until then, Stacey, say goodbye. goodbye. Bye. Dan, say goodbye. I keep
0: forgetting that, that you do this twice over. <laughs> Grr.
3: Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.
0: How did you
4: get out? I watched. See a picture in a thousand places, cause she's this year's
3: girl. You think you are a little bit without this year's girl. Forget
4: you. Hello, fame. If you're watching this tape, it can only mean one thing. I'm dead. And our noble campaign to bring order to the town of Sunnydale has failed. Utterly and completely. But on the other hand, heck, maybe we won. (laughs) And right now, I'm on some... Jumbo monitor in the Richard Wilkins Museum Surrounded by a bunch of kids Sitting Indian style And looking up at my face Filled with fear and wonder (laughs) Hi kids (laughs) But the realist in me Tends to doubt it Now Faith As I record this message You're uh, Sleeping And the doctors tell me That you might never wake up I don't believe that. Sooner or later, you will wake up, and when you do, you'll find the world has gone and changed on you. I wish I could make the world a better place for you to wake up in. But tough as it is to accept, we both have to understand that even my power to protect and watch over you has its limits. You see, the hard pill to swallow here is that once I'm gone, your days are just plain numbered now i know i know you're at europe you're a smart and capable young woman in charge of her own life but the problem faith is that um, there won't be a place for you in the world anymore right now i bet you're feeling very much alone but you're never alone you'll always have me And you'll always have this. (laughs) Go ahead. Open the box. Don't worry. It's not going to bite. That's my job. (laughs) Go ahead. Open it. Surprise! See, you don't get these in any gumball machine. When you've been around as long as I have, you make friends, and some of them forge neat little gizmos like the one you're holding right now. And here's the good news. Just because it's over for my face doesn't mean she can't go out with a bang. We don't knock during dark rituals. I've got two words that are gonna make all the pain go away: miniature golf. I make these words my pledge to you: never again.
1: Had to be Adam who killed it, but why? He's studying biology?